Hello, everyone. This is Karen Sachs, your co-host for the Smart Life Radio program. I'd like to introduce my co-host, Robin Helm. Hi, Robin. Hey, good morning, Karen. How is it in beautiful Colorado today? It is an absolutely perfect day. I think it's almost 30 degrees, which is unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable, but the sun is shining already, and I just feel like it's a terrific way to start the day. That's fantastic. Hey, as long as the sun is shining, I can take just about any temperature. Absolutely. How about in your beautiful state of Pennsylvania? As I like to say, it is a beautiful day in York, PA. <laughs> the sun is shining, and I think we're up to 37. So, woohoo! <laughs> Absolutely. Heat wave compared to, to you, but I am really looking forward to when summer comes and, and I can feel the sun on my face and it just is amazing. Well, we are in the first day of spring today, which is something yes. to celebrate. Yay! Yay! <laughs> He's talking about sun because you're, you're about my age, Robin. Do you remember when we were teenagers? And, you know, we were sun goddesses at that point. I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. I used to consider it sun worshiping. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Baby oil, something we would never do now. But baby oil on the darkest towel you could find. And we used to always put it on the... Um, on the dark driveway, the macadam driveway, because oh, yes. sun, it, yes. the darker colors absorb, whereas lighter colors reflect. Because yeah, you need it to be as tanned as anything. And, oh, uh, <laughs> absolutely. In fact, I have a funny story where one day I used to tan very, very well. Uh -huh. I mean, I no longer worship the sun as I did as a teenager. But when I was young, I would get the brownest in my family. And my mother was just ever so slightly jealous of how brown I would get. And one day when I fell asleep on the beach, I went to the beach, she put some words on my tummy. She she puts like little tape and I can't believe I didn't feel it and so that it, it, I tanned around the tape and it had the word rat. <laughs> oh my word, mom! <laughs> I mean, it was only there for a day, but she was tickled to no end that she got away with that little sneaky trick. <laughs> I have to remember that because I have a 10-year-old daughter and and not that I would ever let her you know, lie out in the sun like we used to, but exactly. I do think I need to find something to tape on her. That could be great fun. <laughs> but you know, as and you mentioned it, how wonderful we all looked when we had that that beautiful bronze tan. But I can tell you that when I look at my face and parts of my body, mm -hmm. I'm paying the price for that baby oil tan that I used to get. Boy, I, I'm with you, sister. <laughs> I, I, uh, in fact, in looking at my children who are in their late 20s, um, I see how beautiful their skin is. And I think to myself, boy, I, I'm certainly paying the price because when I look at my own skin and I look at some of my patients that are in their 70s and 80s and I think, wow, my skin looks almost as old as their skin. I've got the age spots all up and down and it looks 
I forget what they call that skin that looks crinkly. I have that oh, crepe. crepe. Yeah, the crepe, crepe skin. The crepe skin. And, and I think, oh, I was so happy with myself when I was a teenager <laughs> looking brown as a berry with my blonde hair. Mm -hmm. But I certainly hide from the sun today. It's a very different story. Well, I slather my daughter if she is a swimmer. Oh yeah. Now most of that swimming happens inside of, you know, the YMCA pools and things like that. But but we swim at neighbors' pools and she's a skier. She oh, does not yes. understand when it's winter time and she's skiing why I slather her face. That may be the only thing that shows when she's bundled up. But reflecting off the snow I, you're right. You know, Karen, I wish you had told me that about 25 years ago. Because <laughs> when I moved out to Colorado and I became quite the ski bunny, I never considered, well, I won't say never, it didn't take me long before I realized that the reflection off of the snow was causing as much damage as being at the ocean or at the beach or on my blacktop back at home. And I, again, I got myself burnt a few times and had blisters, which they say is one of the really telltale signs for some problems later in life. Mm -hmm. And knock on wood, I've been lucky so far. But uh, you're right, you have to take care of your skin and not only the sunshine that we realize, but in those days that are overcast where you see the clouds and you think, oh, I'm safe today. The sun is still coming through those clouds and we yep. have to really pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. Well, and the other interesting piece of that is that, you know, you mentioned falling asleep on the beach and, and your mother being creative, but <laughs> I know for me, there are times when you don't think about it. You're just sitting outside talking to friends. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a scuba diver. So, you know, being on a boat, laying on the boat. Now I'm covered from my neck down in my, in, in my uh, dive suit. But my face is still there and my hair is pulled back. Absolutely. So, you know, the sun is reflecting off the water. I unfortunately fell asleep on a boat once and no one was kind enough to throw a towel over my face. And I looked like oh. a tomato. Oh. I actually ended up in the burn center uh, in, at, uh, in Baltimore. But Oh, I'm so sorry. That is a, that's frightening because it doesn't take very long. It truly doesn't. And of course, the more fair you are, the more quickly you burn. But the truth is, as simple as covering my face or putting a little bit of sunscreen on, I may have gotten a little red, but I ended up in the burn center. Yes, wow. Now, you know, you, you do a lot of wonderful wellness presentations for us and, and memes on our Facebook site, and I just absolutely mm -hmm. love them. And while you're not a doctor, you are a healthcare professional, so can you explain to me, what does that SPF on sunscreen bottles, what does it stand for and what does that number mean? Well, the number is important because that, uh, that tells you how long you are able to stay in the sun with that protection. So a 15 is an extra, say, 15 minutes versus an SPF of 30, which allows that extra 30 minutes of being in the sun as if you were completely covered. Mm 
So whether I know today they even make clothing that has SPF. So for folks like yourself that spend some time at the beach or myself, I'm up in hiking at the high altitude. Um, I can wear a hat and different clothing that covers me that has that FPF number, the SPF, sorry, number that will allow me to have extra time in the sun with that total protection. But it also means if you're going to exceed that time that you want to reapply your sunscreen. That's a great point. And I, I know that I don't think about it. So I have to assume that many people don't. I always assume, well, I put it on in the morning, but truly yes. you need to be reapplying it at whatever time increment makes the most sense for your skin type, for where you are outside. Are you playing in the backyard or are you on, on a boat in the water where the water is reflecting yes. the sun? So it's important because even when you don't think you had damage, I read a report once that said that the majority of the sun damage that we have occurs before we're 18. Oh, strange and also very frighteningly true. Exactly. Well, we spend so much more time outside at that age as opposed to now where I, I personally, you know, I'm a desk jockey. I spend the majority of my time on my tush in front of my computer. So when I do get outside, I just, I sort of stand there and, and soak it, the sun up for a few minutes. But uh, I think that it's, it's important to know what you need to do. And, and it, just because you've hit 18, it doesn't mean you don't protect yourself. When I was in my 20s, so I was still young, much younger than I am now. I still had that really nice, perfect-looking skin. Yes. I had gone to, I don't know, someplace that was doing free makeovers. So I went, and they had this really cool machine where you would, you would just look into it, and I don't know, a blue light or something would shine on your face. So it, it was something that dermatologists used to sort of look what's right under what is it, the epidermis? The, yes, correct, the, the, the top layer. Yes. Right under the top layer to see what, if any, damage is there. I thought, I've got pristine skin. There's nothing there. And then they take a picture of you. Oh, my word. The oh. amount of sun damage that was underneath my skin. And at that time, none of it was evident. Correct. Yes, exactly. But that scares the bejeebers out of you. <laughs> well, and probably it was good that you had that feedback that early because I didn't receive that feedback until much later in, in, in my, the healthcare that I do is not necessarily with your basic dermatology or internal medicine. And so I learn those results as I'm reading and studying, but as well as when I'm meeting with some of my clients that have had some of those problems and they'll share what's going on or I read their medical history and I find, wow, that might be something that I really need to consider. Mm -hmm. And, and, because when you're in your 20s, you have this feeling of just you're invincible and you're going to last forever and <laughs> that's not for you. That only happens to old people. It's not something that you put down on your list as, at least when we were in our 20s, it's much, it has really come to the forefront as something to take uh, care for. Uh, I've, uh, interestingly, last year when I went to visit my mother in New Jersey, 
and we went to the beach together, I noticed a tremendous change in the clothing of people that were at the beach. When we were growing up in the years before this, we were wearing <laughs> bikinis or uh, very tiny little bathing suits. And what I saw when I went last year was that people were wearing long sleeve shirts mm-hmm. and even some shorts and such that are specifically designed for being in the sun so that when you went in the water or you sat along the beach, you had the protection of not only your sunscreen, but of your clothing. And I thought that was, well, A, a brilliant marketing trick, not a trick, a brilliant marketing technique because people need that protection. We want to be able to enjoy those activities and sports in the sun. So it just makes sense that we're protecting ourselves with the proper clothing and hats and sunscreens. So a very different world today. Well, it is, but there are some things that you think you can't control. When I experienced that photo of what was underneath the top layer of my skin, I found a lot more damage on the left side of my face than I did on the right side. Oh. And I thought, well, that's, that's kind of weird. Why would, it, why would that happen? And the dermatologist who looked at that image, he said, you know, he asked me how much I drove. And at that time, I drove quite a bit. I had a long commute to and from work. And he said, that's the sun coming in from the side of your, uh, your side mirror or side window when you're driving. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And you thought to yourself, holy moly. <laughs> well, exactly. But, but that window's tinted. How could yes. that happen? But it does. So being aware of what is around you because too much sun can cause everything from the reduction of the collagen in your skin, which is what makes us a little, let's just say it makes gravity a little more obvious. That darn gravity. (laughs) (laughs) And and the whole age spots and that type of thing, up to and including skin cancer, which is not just a little mole that you need to cut out. It is a much bigger deal. It's much more complicated, and I I don't want to go down the dark road of how far that can go. Mm -hmm. I do want to say, though, that it is absolutely something that everyone should take advantage the way you did to have your skin checked under that particular filter so that you can preview what's going on and take care of it. I know I always keep a roll-on sunscreen in the side pocket of my car so that as I get in the car, if I don't have long sleeves on, I'm at least covering my hands and that side of my face and my neck and my ear because I tend to wear ponytails and Mm -hmm. make sure that I've taken care of that. And it's a very simple technique and very, very effective. Mm-hmm. Robin, in one of our social events, you shared an interesting piece of information with me, and I'd like to tell that story as we prepare to close. You told me how one of the games at the fairs and circuses are handled. Do you remember that story, the one that I'm thinking about? How uh, the guy who guesses your age? Oh, yes, exactly. Would you share that with me, please? I do remember that. I happened to go to one of the uh, amusement parks in Denver, and there was a booth where the gender, there was a young man, he might have been in his early 20s, and he would guess people's ages. Mm 
And uh, so if you paid a dollar, if he guessed your age, then he kept your dollar. And if he couldn't guess your age within three or four years, I believe was the, the uh, line, then you would win a prize. And he had all these lovely prizes, stuffed animals and such. And so we paid the dollar for myself and my cohort that was with me. And he guessed us right on the button. And I said, young man, have you just been studying this forever? And how were you so, I like to think of myself as looking and acting much younger than I am. <laughs> as we all do. <laughs> Completely delusional. <laughs> and he said, um, I hate to give away my secrets. I said, well, I promise I won't tell anyone else. So here I am breaking my promise. But I said, he said to me, I look at a woman's neck and I look at her hands. And when I look at those two things, they are telltale signs. You can do a lot of things, Botox and changing things on your face, but on your neck and on your hands, most women don't take care of those things and they're exposed regularly and they do give away a person's age unless you literally have been living in a cave your whole life. Wow. And he was spot on with every single person that came up. Yeah. That is incredible. And I, I know as part of my, uh, my professional speaking and working with women's groups, I've talked about the neck in the past because most people don't pay attention to it, it just as you've said. And I never thought about that from the fair guy who, who guesses right. ages. But I do know my hands, I have my grandmother's hands, which is actually kind of scary. <laughs> Excuse me. But... I never, I rarely, I shouldn't say never, unless I'm at the beach, I mm -hmm. have sunscreen on my hands. You just don't think about it. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, you put it on your face. And if you've had someone who's had skin cancer at the tips of their ears, you put it there. And I always put it at the back of my daughter's neck and things like that. Never occurred to me until just a couple of years ago that my hands are telltale signs because I haven't protected them with sunscreen as I have other parts of my body that look a little bit younger. Well, if you, I was going to say, if you think about it, there are some parts that don't see the sun very often. And if you look at the skin there, isn't it just pristine? It is. It is. Yes. And I won't discuss any of those old stories when I was a kid with you. So this seems like a good time before we share way too much information. That's right. <laughs> to say thank you to our listeners. We're so happy that you have joined us today. I appreciate your wellness wisdom Robin on on the sun and, and the benefits of it and the not so benefits of it uh, at times for us but uh, it's been great I look forward to doing our next podcast together and my thanks to all of you for listening thank you Karen mm -hmm.